The world isn't simple anymore. And on the Walden Pond podcast, your host, anti-fraud expert Vince Walden, is talking to experts about the technology and compliance trends you need to know about to keep your compliance and fraud detection programs relevant. If you're looking for insights that are practical, timely, and innovative, welcome to The Pond. Hi, this is Vince Walden, your host for The Walden Pond, part of the Tom Fox Compliance Network. I'm really excited about this podcast where I'm interviewing Jason Lee, who's CEO of a company called Daily Pay, which is really changing the game in terms of how employees get paid in the normal payroll cycle. What if I told you that in the next year, you could be getting paid whenever you wanted, not on the first or at the end of the month, but anytime via mobile app, uh, whether it was daily, weekly, or anytime you needed to access your earned wages. Well, naturally, this is sparking the interest of regulators as well, and we'll talk about some of the regulatory and compliance considerations of this new change in technology on how employees are accessing their payroll. So enjoy the podcast, uh, again, with Jason Lee, with uh, CEO of Daily Pay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Walden Pond, part of the Tom Fox Compliance Network. I'm your host, Vincent Walden. Uh, today... With me is uh, Jason Lee, CEO of Daily Pay. Well, thanks for having me, yeah. uh, Vince. I, and I assure you, you're probably selling yourself a little bit short. It's at least a babbling brook. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, and this is a lot of fun. We're actually doing this live at Daily Pay's corporate offices here in downtown New York. So, Jason, you know, I was looking at your website. Daily Pay on the front page says, you're a technology solution that lets your employees or the employees, control when they get paid. That caught my attention. Describe what Daily Pay is doing. Sure. Maybe I'll just take a quick step back, um, Vince, for your listeners. Uh, So we are an HR technology company, um, and that's a really fancy way uh, of saying that we offer a piece of software, um, which uh, sort of Fortune 100, uh, Fortune 500 companies will install uh, at their companies, which really enables their employees to control the timing of when they get paid. Uh, our company was founded a couple of years ago, um, and our software is installed at major employers. Uh, you probably have heard of some, Kroger, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, Adeco Staffing, uh, Taco Bell, Burger nice. King, McDonald's. Um, in addition, uh, a number of different payroll companies themselves uh, will be utilizing uh, our software. Um, there's something fascinating that's going on in the workforce today. Um, And it really kind of boils down, I think, into two main factors. Um, When we look across the workforce today, across our major customers, uh, we really see kind of two types of employees that have emerged uh, within the labor force. Uh, The first is who we call errands, uh, E-R-I-N, so errands. And we affectionately call um, that employee that because that's really an employee requiring income now, Um, not tomorrow, not on payday, not next week, but someone who actually requires income now. Now, This employee may have a flat tire. Uh, She may have a medical bill that she needs to pay. Uh, And so errands are really folks who literally need uh, their income at this moment to be able to get through life. The other employee that we are seeing in today's workforce is uh, who we call Maggie's. And many of your uh, many of your listeners probably uh, know Maggie's. Uh, they are millennials and Gen Z who get instant everything. Uh, 
These are employees who are digital natives. They are used to being able to access services instantly, uh, and that includes their apparel. And they're probably used to that because they can swipe left on an iPad and get their products. They want to swipe left and get paid. Yeah, I yeah, think that's uh, that's a lot of it. I mean, I think Maggie's in particular, they are used to not necessarily consuming services instantly, but rather having instant access if they wanted to. You know, Vince, it's yeah. kind of a classic uh, dilemma we have on Netflix. You know, Netflix has, what is it, 10 million movies or something uh, on the actual system, but we only kind of watch one or two at a time. Um, and the reality is that's sort of what Maggie's are like. They want to know that they can get access to their pay, not necessarily accessing it every day, but they want to make sure they can get it if they ever need it. Hmm. So you're kind of disrupting the concept that you only get paid on the 1st and the 15th in your pay cycle. I can get paid when I want it, when I earn it. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the, the way we think about life is in the old days it used to be. Uh, you know, back in the, you know two centuries, it used to be the, the case that people did get paid every day. The payroll industry, however, disrupted that. So we are just sort of unbundling and unpacking what it is that changed the you know a hundred years ago. Fascinating. You know, well, again, when I think about this from a risk and compliance perspective, this is what caught my attention. And originally, I saw some articles um, coming out in the National Law Review and I think Bloomberg that talked about. Um, like the New York Department of Financial Services doing some investigations into this kind of daily pay concept. There are companies like yours uh, springing up, um, and it makes me question, is this a lo- my first thing was, is this a payday loan? Because, I mean, that's an established industry that's been around for years, and uh, payday loans typically or historically have, you know, take advantage of higher interest rates or what have you when people need money when they don't have it, when they can't wait to the 15th. Is this a payday loan company, or what is this? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Vince. And um, some of this uh, recent compliance and legal uh, press, I guess, yeah. um, has been helpful, frankly, in clarifying uh, the two different industries that are existing. Maybe I can kind of answer it this way. If you look at what's happening in America today, there are really kind of two main dynamics. The first is that everyone kind of wants to figure out a way to get people paid quicker. I mean, I read something about a week ago saying even the Federal Reserve yeah. is looking at amending or updating the way that money moves through the system so that, quote, they can get and help people get paid quicker. So they're trying to do their part. The other thing I kind of read, um, gosh, maybe yesterday or a day before, was the business roundtable. So this is the collection of the top 200 or rather CEOs from the top 200 companies in America, uh, the Business Roundtable just updated their 87-year-old mandate or charter to now say, you know what? Shareholders are not the top priority. What's actually the top priority Mm. is investing in our people. And so we have this dynamic that's been set up where, number one, folks know they need to invest in their people. The reality is we're working and living in an environment where people are the greatest assets unemployment is low. And so the reality is we're trying to figure out ways to empower the employee base. Now, with that said, whenever you try to do something good, unfortunately, there are other players who try to come in to almost abscond that mission. And so your question around, hey, is this a payday loan or not? What we are in the business of doing is frankly disrupting um, or 
enhancing employer payroll. You work today, and now that money is available to you. And just like payroll, you never have to pay it back. So this That's, is not a loan. Correct. That's the daily pay industry. Okay. You know, it's, hey, you work today. Here's your money. It already is yours. And we've kind of created some technology which enables the employee to have that money without the employer having to run payroll every day. So that's sort of what we're doing on our side. Unfortunately, there are also payday lenders and folks who are more accustomed to that type of business who are coming in and saying, hey, we can do the same thing, but do it as a loan. And that's really what this recent regulatory inquiry is. It's saying, hey, look, guys, we all know we want to solve this problem, but loans are loans. And we need to make sure that you aren't creating a loan structure within the actual payroll system itself. Ah, so yeah, so it's not really in the, the daily pay industry per se. Is not really in the folk in that domain of this inquiry. Then, in, yeah, you're not alone. That's correct. But if you start looking like a loan, that that could be that's the trigger. I don't. That's not in your charter. That's not your. That's not the daily pay industry. Yeah, that's okay. exactly so right. And you know, maybe I can say it more directly for your listeners, we could not be any happier that finally, they finally answered my emails and my letters, Vince. You know, we've been asking the regulators to sort of say, hey, look, you got to separate the wheat from the chaff here. You know, you need to bring out your regulatory winnowing fork and start separating, hey, this looks like a loan, um, which is wholly different in a completely different industry than employer payroll, Mm -hmm. uh, which is what we are really in. So tell me, what is the model? So then, and how does how do you get paid? How does yeah. daily pay work? This model's super simple. Basically, an employee works. The employer, through our technology, reports those hours to us. We convert it into some type of available balance, and now the employee can access that money whenever she wants, prior to payday. Whatever she takes up front, it gets netted out of her paycheck on payday. That's literally so it. Every two weeks, you reconcile it out. That's right. There's no payback. The employee doesn't owe anything. We don't ask the employee for anything because the reality is just like payroll, just like wages, the employee receives that money and of course she never has to pay it back. And so all we've done is sort of said, hey, look, instead of that happening once every two weeks, through a couple of different kind of cool software things, we can make that available every single day. Does it cost the employer money? Yeah. So the way our model works is it whenever an employee requests a payment, uh, there's a fixed one-time transfer fee, and it's typically about two ninety-nine. So it's you like can, the cost of an ATM withdrawal. It, you know what? It's so it's so funny you bring up that analogy, Vince, because that's exactly how the employees think about it. Yeah. Okay. You know, they say, "Hey, that's my money. That's my money sitting in that application." And just like an ATM machine holds your money in a checking account, they kind of use the application. They pay a small fee in the same way that you would, you know, on the street corner at your ATM machine. Um, And it's one time. You know, just like you don't go a week later to try to stuff the money back into the ATM machine, you know, because you took it out. Now, now if you did that, by the way, Vince, let me know so I can come and and meet you at that moment. But um, you don't pay back the machine. And in the same way, the employee doesn't pay back daily pay because it already is her money. Um, from an employer standpoint, uh, there is no cost. Um, the, you can think of it a little bit like an employee benefit. It gets distributed through the employer. So the employer helps setting it up, doing some marketing, that type of thing. In the same way, 
that they would market uh, healthcare insurance, transit benefits, open enrollment, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but the employer uh, doesn't have to pay any fees. Wow. Interesting. Well, then, so again, you're not new per se. How many employees are on the system now? Yeah. Um, so uh, we've got hundreds of thousands of people. Um, and, and the more important thing is to be clear for your listeners, um, just like healthcare insurance or transit benefits, we don't market our service to the employees directly. We only work with best-in-class, world-class companies who are looking to directly engage their employees. If you are an employer who has turnover in your business, so for example, you're, um, you know, you're employing out, you're employing hourly workers, uh, retail, hospitality, healthcare services, manufacturing. You know, oftentimes a lot of that cost. Uh, from an HR perspective, is really in the cost of turnover. Mm-hmm. What's fascinating, um, and, and, and maybe less fascinating, but frankly obvious, is when employees can actually pay their bills on time, when they can access their funds, pay their bills on time, live financially healthy, empowered lives, guess what happens? They, they stay longer. Yeah, exactly. They, they might be a little They stay longer. And so that's why employers offer the benefit to the employees. Um, and so as I said before, you know, world-class companies, world-class employers, uh, Kroger, McDonald's, uh, Warren Buffett's, Berkshire Hathaway, you know, these companies have all sort of led the way uh, and created a competitive advantage for themselves to be able to recruit and retain the best employees. One of the statistics I thought was interesting is how often do they access the system on average, yeah. What's the average? What's the average user? So employees, um, if you were to go to a typical employer, roughly about thirty to fifty percent of the employee base will be using it actively, um, and they use it about once or twice a week. And that kind of yeah. makes sense to me. You know, if you think about it, um, you know, oftentimes I get the question, "Well, gee, hold on now. You know, we don't want to make. You know, we don't want folks to be using all of their money." And taking all of their money because what's going to happen on payday? And what I always say is, look, um, what the empl- the employees are a lot smarter than that. You know, they understand that this already is their money. And so, in the same way that no one goes to an ATM machine and takes out all of their money just because they can, in the same way, just because you earned it doesn't mean you're going to take out all of your oh, money. That's true. Of course not. They'll take yeah. it out when they need it. Which yeah. is exactly why uh, they do use it about once or twice a week. Yeah, it's, so they're not withdrawing everything on typically. It's just a couple hundred dollars yeah. here and there, for example. Yeah, and okay. it's sensible. Interesting. You know, the usage is very sensible because just like you and I would never drain our checking account yeah. for the very purpose of just because we can. In the same way, uh, you know, the employees who use this are also sensible. Uh, they are not draining their available balances quote, just because they can. Fascinating. This, uh, this is a different way of thinking, and this is why I like this so much. You know, for my compliance and legal professionals, um, I thought the reason I wanted to talk to you is you guys need to, you know, audience, you guys need to know this is out there because I expect over the next, well, I'll say now, it's happening now with, with perhaps Fortune 500, but it's going to get to everybody here. Your HR team is going to be reaching out to you soon. And you need to know what this is. And when I think about the, the daily pay industry um, and what you guys are, 
Uh, what kind of questions, how will one know, how would a general counsel or chief compliance officer know what to ask from a risk perspective, the HR uh, person, you know, saying, hey, look, I've got this proposal or I've got this opportunity to bring this benefit to my employees. What do they, what do the, you know, what do the legal folks need to know? Yeah, well, first, Vince, kudos to you. I mean, this, I think you've identified that the toothpaste is out of the tube. Yeah. You know, it's, it, yeah. it's very hard to sort of put this back. And um, so kudos to you for making sure your listeners um, are staying on the cutting edge of what's going to happen. Look, we're a little biased, uh, but we do think that this is an inexorable trend. You know, if you could get paid or if you could access your funds every day, well, is that really something that's going to go backwards? You know, are we really going to try to stuff not. the toothpaste <laughs> back in the tube? It's not likely. And so, yeah. you know, first and foremost, kudos to you for really uh, acknowledging and recognizing this trend. Um, look, I think for your listeners, and as I understand it, you know, your, um, you know, the audience here is are, are really uh, the leaders uh, in the compliance and legal industry. They're really at the forefront um, and are helping the largest employers think through the most complex issues. Um, the advice that I would give is a couple of things. Number one, and most obviously, uh, make sure the product's not alone. Um, you know, yeah. None of us, all right, uh, want to be. Uh, you know, none of us want to be letting the uh, the fox in the hen house here. And so, kind of doing the diligence and making sure that the product itself is not alone, and for that matter, has no loan-like attributes. Very simply, there are vendors and providers and services which debit the employee's bank account to get paid back. To me, boy, that's really getting close to being a loan. I mean, there may be some technical reasons you know, how you can construct a Harvard Law School analysis that says it's not a loan. But the reality is, boy, that's really cutting it close. And I, I think for a lot of your listeners, um, cutting it close is probably not good enough. Yeah. You really want to stay away. We're a conservative bunch, collectively. Yeah, and, 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 and as are we. Um, so that's sort of point number one. As you kind of get a little bit deeper into the technicals, you know, I think there's a couple of kind of key issues um, that will that will start to emerge. Um, the first is ensuring compliance with uh, state wage and hour laws. As Vince, you know, yeah. the payroll and state, um, rather the payroll and wage and hour laws are unfederated. And so they're kind of done at the state by state level and ensuring the product is compliant, namely uh, with things called wage discounting and, 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 um, and, um, and provisions like that. The other big thing is IRS compliance. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. This might get edited out here, but we have something that we share with our companies called the CRAP principle. And um, you know, you don't want to be found in CRAP. And what that means is CRAP stands for something. Yeah, uh, you bet it does. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's the it's uh, constructive uh, receipt as you pay. And what that uh. means in English is, you know, our you, you have to make sure in these things that you're not triggering some type of tax withholding obligation. Mm. Um, meaning, you know, there are some folks who say, hey, look, I, as the employer, I'll fund these payments. You know, I can do this on my own. Well, guess what? If you, the employer, are funding, that's that sounds like payroll to the IRS. And they want to get paid then. Yeah, absolutely. I and see. they want to have the withholding tax. So, unfortunately, a lot of those companies have found themselves in crap. Yeah. And so um, what you really want to ensure is that the program is set up so that the employer is not triggering any withholding tax obligations. So there are some pitfalls to avoid. Absolutely. You know, finally, my, my last concept, again, I'm a fraud risk management guy. And um, 
I thought to myself, you know, and, and again, the audience knows when fraud's present, think about the good old fraud triangle. There's pressure, opportunity, and rationalization. And when those three, three things are present, that's when fraud's likely to happen. If I can take out some of the pressure, if I need money now, and I'm looking at the cash register, or I'm looking at my mobile app, if I can get my money now through my mobile app and not have to commit the fraud, that, that seems like an interesting play. That, that, that seems like it's a fraud risk reduction. So for my audience, talk about uh, what you've observed from a fraud risk. You know, how are companies reacting to, to that? You know? Yeah. So look, your audience, very sophisticated, a diversity of issues. Let me just highlight two, um, just, yeah. you know, but I'm sure it's two of hundreds um, that, are, that would be applicable. You raised the issue of, um, of the cash register. And you know, the term in our industry uh, is called cash shrinkage. And, and that very much means, as I'm sure you know, which is, hey, the employees are skimming out of the register. And look, these employees are great people. I mean, they, they're real life folks who have real life needs. And as you, you know, rightly pointed out, unfortunately, if you're staring at stealing from your company versus clean diapers for your kid or food on the table for your family, that's a very difficult decision to make. And, you know, I don't think anyone wants to steal from their employer. Um, but faced with that consequence, that becomes a, a challenging decision. Yep. So a lot of this, um, you know, we've got a great, great uh, customer down in the Southeast. Um, you've probably um, eaten, uh, you know, at their establishment, hundreds of locations serving fast food, um, so, uh, Southeast style, uh, fried seafood. <laughs> and, um, and, and their initial buying reason was, hey, look, at the end of the month, we've noticed the cash in the drawer goes down by about eight to 10%. And in the food services business, that could That's be your whole margin. Yeah. Um, yeah. After implementing daily pay, that number has gone close to zero. And simply because employees want to do the right thing. If they can access their own earnings to pay their rent, to avoid the late fee, to not be evicted, to have clean diapers for their daughter, they will do the right thing. You just have to enable them and empower them to do so. Um, the, the second uh, uh, thing that I would mention um, has to do with really what we call time fraud. Um, and what that essentially means is, um, and I think we've all done this if we've all worked in hourly jobs, is you kind of fudge the time clock a little bit. You know, you, 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 you put in that you came in at 9 when you really came in at 9.10 or, you know, you leave at 4.30 but you say you left at five, or you know this gets unfortunately a little bit more insidious. You have your friends clock in for you. There's all sorts of this fraud that's occurring. And what we have seen is time clock compliance shoot up mm. because the reality is folks don't need to do that anymore. They don't need to steal in that way because they can have access to their funds. They don't need to sort of pad the books, so to speak. Um, they are actually getting a real life-changing life-impacting benefit from their employer. Um, and so that that sort of is what we look at um, uh, in most of our uh, uh, customers' cases as reducing fraud in their underlying operations. That's great. So Jason, how can companies uh, get in touch with Daily Pay to find more information? Well, the great news is we have a very easy name. That's yeah. why we're eponymous, dailypay.com. It's kind of the industry name, too. <laughs> exactly. so you're like the Xerox of we the are. industry. That's yep. great. So just type in Daily Pay to Google, and we'll show up. 
Well, well Jason, I thank you for your time. Uh, we're just about out of time here, but uh, fascinating company, and I wish you all the best uh, as, uh, as more companies are finding a wear. So thanks, Vince. We're huge fans uh, of this podcast, so we appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Again, uh, thanks for being in the pond. And uh, again, this is Vince Walden signing off, part of the Tom Fox Network. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Walden Pond Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review.